Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. You know, one thing's true on this show. We're all about keeping it real AF here. So let me ask you a question. Are your finances feeling like a roadblock to your big dreams? Journey to Financial Freedom, JFF, is here for you. They specialize in helping business owners get their finances in order. Their mission? To help you gain clarity and confidence around your cash flow so you can focus on growing your empire and start living the life of your wildest dreams. JFF is not your average financial coach. They mix smart, tactical strategies with a deep understanding of the emotional side of money. They know that it's often our underlying beliefs and habits that hold us back financially. With JFF, you're not just sorting out your finances, you're transforming your mindset to one of success and abundance. So how are you feeling about your money lately? Let's level up together, babe. Book your free strategy call with JFF using the link in the show notes and turn those financial desires into a vibrant reality. Welcome back to the Unscripted Podcast. It's your girl Jess with my buddy Justin. Today, we are going to dive into some juicy topics that some people love talking about and some people avoid talking about. Today, we're going to be talking about how to master your money game. And Justin is a seasoned pro when it comes to having these conversations with teaching this type of content and with helping you understand things at a level that feels digestible and really less scary. So Justin, welcome back to the show. This is your second podcast with us here. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm pumped. I'm really excited. Anytime I get to interact with you, like in many ways, you're the definition of authentic and you make me feel safe when I'm in your space. And so definitely one of the best, if not the best podcast host I've interacted with. And so I'm excited for today just because I feel like I'm with one of my best friends. So that makes me safe to be able to share what I'm passionate about and hopefully add some value and impacts of life today. Get you a Justin hype guy in your life. Okay, guys, just side note. All right. If you've heard an episode of Unscripted before, you have heard this ad run on my show for the last couple of months. There are not very many ads I put on the show for very good reason, because usually I'm talking about the cool shit I'm doing, right? And that's generally what a podcast is for, is to drive traffic to your own awesome, unique stuff in order to get people into your world, into your ecosystem. But sometimes, just sometimes, there are some things that you might not feel like you're the best person to talk about those things. And finances, financial literacy, all of that isn't my necessarily wheelhouse. I've had a lot of success in my life. I've made a lot of money. Making money's never really been a problem for me. It's knowing what to do with it, knowing where it's coming from, knowing what I should be spending it on, how to be a little bit smarter with what I'm doing in regards to like investments and all of that. And so when I met Justin just probably about a year or so ago, I realized he had created a program for people like me who kind of maybe were really uneducated in certain areas, but maybe had kind of always gotten by and this is just the way we'd done it. And a lot of limiting beliefs around money came up when I was with him and and we got to the end of the podcast episode and I was like, everybody needs to be in your program. And I was like, okay, Jessica, don't ask for another job that you can't do. I was like, I want to be one of your coaches. I was like, how about I just talk about your program and really help people understand that there are really cool people like you that want to help them understand money better, understand what financial freedom can look like and and feel a little bit more educated so that they aren't in the dark when it comes to certain things. Because finances 
are like the number one catalyst to the demise of your entire life or for you like having generational wealth that'll change the legacy of who you are. I mean, it's so black and white. So Justin, I I just want to kick this off by saying I'm sure starting this business came from a place and a story and you shared that on the last podcast, but can we talk just a little bit about that for anybody brand new who's like, who's this guy? Like, how does he know all these things? And how, who is he to create such a program? Why, why would I want to be in Justin's world? Mm. Great questions. And thank you for all of those beautiful lies about me to your audience. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I receive and I appreciate that a ton. And man, a lot there. And just a little bit of my story is, as you were saying that, I was thinking you know, I feel a big reason why we've had a decent amount of success at JFF, which is the company that I own, Journey to Financial Freedom. We do financial coaching for business owners, but a big part of it is because we're just relatable. We're down to earth. And I think a lot of that comes from, I've learned the most from money, from my mistakes, right? Not from, you know, tremendous amount of successes that happened by themselves. They were results of mistakes and maybe some big traumas in my past too as well. And so I grew up in a family where, you know, my parents were like the popular two in high school, like the real pretty athletic girl and the real handsome athletic guy who were smart, right? They got married, had kids, and they both got a really good job, you know, making a lot of money. But as we have realized over time, like making money and keeping money are two completely different skill sets. And the first one is almost irrelevant without the second one. And so when I was 10 years old, despite my parents making, this is going to be a general number, but I believe this was back in 2002, my parents were making about $160,000 combined, right? With very minimal expenses. We didn't have a huge house, right? They just had a lot of things that they spent money on, right? And so they filed for bankruptcy. Right, at age 10. And because of that, we lost our house, both cars. They got a divorce because of that and other reasons. I think that was just kind of the tip of the iceberg. Right. But like another huge thing is like at age 10, I literally had to give my dog away, who was my best friend, because the rental properties that they were moving to didn't allow pets. And so that was a huge, huge thing to have happen at a young age. Right? And at the time, you think it was because of money. Right. So you start to get scars and traumas around money. And I remember being 10 years old and saying to myself, one day when I can control it, I'll never have to worry about money ever again. I will not let my family go through what my family is going through right now. And then I got older, you know, turned 18. And I know you've heard this story a couple of times, but I got uh, granted an $80,000 settlement from getting hit by a car when I was 13. And to say that I blew that money would be a compliment (laughs) to how I actually spent it. And so I must have ran through that money, Jess, in like two and a half years, if that. First thing I did, went and bought a brand new Audi A4 in cash that an 18-year-old had no business driving. And then I went six hours away from home to the state of Maryland and played college lacrosse and just thought I was the man and blew the rest of it. And so made my, I, I always talk about our financial behavioral cycle, right? It starts with you seeing other people do things maybe the wrong way. And then when you have your own money, after you grow up to be able to access it, you start doing things the wrong way, quote unquote, or less than optimal, if you will. Um, and so to keep a long story short or shortish, 
Um, then I turned 23, got a massive job offer at Johns Hopkins and got a big old salary where I sat there and was like, if I don't make a change now, right, I'm going to end up just like my parents or just like the majority of people that know how to make a lot of money, just don't know how to keep it. And so my quote of when I was 10 years old, when I can control it one day, I'll never have to worry about money ever again, turned into why just stop it myself? Why just stop at my family? When I turned 23 years old, I was like, I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And so, you know, to answer your question, like what makes me a viable person or solution or mentor for this topic is a heck of a lot more to do with my mistakes than it is my successes. But thankfully, I have had a ton of successes, but because of the mistakes, you know, there's that relatability piece. And when it comes to finances, there's strategies, there's systems, and then there's space. Being able to hold space for other people is the most important part of that. And, you know, I hope I'm able to offer that today to everybody listening. Yeah. No, you definitely do an amazing job at that. That's why I'm so proud of you for starting your podcast finally, because it's one more avenue people can get really deep and go, you know, into the depths of what it is and, and the kind of mindset behind what it is that you share. The Holistic Hustle podcast, y'all, make sure you scroll down. Click the link below in the show notes and go follow Justin's new podcast. But let's just dive into some of these questions that we kind of previously chatted about of ways that we could kind of open people's minds up to maybe needing more support around some of these topics that you guys teach inside the program. Let's let's first dive into the internal struggle that so many of your clients and people that I know my clients too face about never really being able to relax financially. I mean, it is it is literally one of the things that comes up time and time again inside my coaching calls. It's a reason why people can't invest in certain programs. You know, what, what does that internal struggle look like? I know you've had so many people go through the program. Is there like an overarching theme or is there kind of more of a personal place that you want to share? Such a good question. And so what comes to mind is that first and foremost, the majority of stresses and anxieties that people have around money are what we call subjective writes, it is not being insensitive to people's situations, right? But what I mean by subjective is more so like a gray area, right? That was either created through past traumas or experiences, or maybe not the most credible source teaching you about the topic, right? So subjectivity is like, I think money's bad. I think I need more of it though. I think credit cards are bad right? I think I should start investing more. I think I should make this amount more. I think people will judge me if I have high profit margins or make a ton of money, right? And so all of that subjectivity, right, causes that stress and anxiety, right? Which then doesn't allow us to relax when it comes to money. And so what we first do is not first, but one of the first things that we do is we help release our clients of subjectivity by putting objectivity to their situation. Like, let's see what's actually going on here based on the numbers, right? And so some, most times clients don't love the numbers. I would say almost all the time <laughs> when we put them together. But you also see this sense of relief, right, that drops off of them because they at least feel a little bit more empowered. They at least feel now like, they're starting the journey to control their finances instead of their finances controlling them. And mostly now they at least have answers and next steps to take instead of like, holy shit, there's a bazillion YouTube videos out there. My uncle says to do this with my finances. This guy over here on Instagram says to do this. My internal voice says to do this. 
And because of all of that noise, I take no action, right? And so we kind of start there, right? Let's just figure out what's actually going on, right? After we hold enough space for you, right? Then we kind of put the numbers to things, right? But then anything that's left over after that are really just remaining triggers that just show us where we need to focus on, right? And so your triggers are just a opportunity to dive deeper into something, right? That's either meaningful for you in one way or another, right? And so what I have found like a common trend is that something happened in our childhood that made us feel unsafe, right? Whether that's a lack of safety completely around money, like my situation. And I also grew up with a lack of safety around, I wasn't safe to make mistakes, right? I wasn't safe to bring things to my parents and explain through, right? I wasn't safe to fail at something, right? And so that childhood wound of a lack of safety shows up later in life, right? And our compensation strategy for that is to constantly worry about money, never relax about money because we feel as if we can figure this money thing out, then we'll feel safe, right? But we have no idea how to figure this money thing out which keeps our wheels constantly turning. And then we never feel at ease with money. So all of those, you know, uh, things that I pointed out, I think are a culmination to what make people feel like never at ease with money. And it just simply comes down to, they've got a childhood wound that doesn't allow them to feel safe. They don't know how to handle this confusing thing called money. They've got some direct wounds, wounds around money, right? And all of that makes them frozen. And now they're making themselves wrong for being frozen. And you tie all that together and you can't relax around money. Yeah. No, I'm sure that summed up a lot of the way majority of people feel, you know, and then how do we just move right into, you know, ways to support people who do make good money? Because I do think there's so many people who do make great money. Like you said earlier, that's probably the less important thing than what it is you're supposed to do with it. I think a lot of people, and especially if they're in the fast cash business, like I used to be with being a hairdresser or in the service industry where you're working with, you know, bigger chunks of money that might not be as you know, sustainable. You don't always know what's coming in, but you got it. And it's so easy to spend it versus know where it's actually supposed to go. And so I think growing up, that was like, if you had it, you spent it. And don't let that money burn a hole in your pocket. Like, it's just really dumb. We think back to the sayings of when we were kids of like, where did that come from? Like, who made that up? But what strategies maybe do you have for people who do make good money and they just really don't know where it's going? Yeah, that's a a great question. So As I said earlier, making money and keeping money are two completely different skill sets. You know, keeping money has a lot to do with humility, right? And so at JFF, we teach finances in two buckets, right? If you will, Uh, we've got the black and white bucket, the masculine bucket, the strategies and systems, whatever you want to label that bucket, right? And the other side of things like the more feminine bucket, like the flow, let's figure out what happened to you in the past. Let's heal your relationship with money. Let's address the emotions around money. And so just teaching off of those two buckets here for this answer, you know, the first thing that we do is on the strategy side of things, we want to give a mission to your money, right? Because if you don't have a mission for your money, of course, you're going to spend it erroneously. Of course, you're going to follow what you've been conditioned to do for 20, 30, 40 years, right? It's as normal as the wind blowing outside effective, a different conversation, right? And so 
point being is we want to give people a mission for their money, how we design that mission or another word for mission is just goals. And like, what are your goals right now? Do you want to build an emergency fund, which is a savings account? Do you want to pay off credit card debt? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to invest in the stock market? Do you want to ramp up your business or start a new business? Right. And so everybody in life, right, has these things called unique variables, which would make us different. Our age, our sex, where we live, what we do for a living, how many kids we have, all of those are just a small example. Those need to be weighed and considered when it comes to creating somebody's financial plan for them. Because what works best for me may not work best for you because you're out in the West Coast, you do something different than me, right? And there's seven other different unique variables that we could talk through that are different between us, which in turn justifies probably a need for a different financial approach or different goals or different missions for your money. And so we first help identify those unique variables, right? What are your non-negotiables on top of those unique variables? And then ultimately, here's the goals that you have and then design a plan on what makes most sense right? For you, for what you should attack first, right? So let's just say you have goals of, you want to save more money. You want to get your credit score up and you want to buy a house just for simple ones, right? And so we should probably work on saving more money and getting your credit score up first to then make the best of the home purchase process, right? And so little things like that are what we work on from like the black and white side of things. We've got to give your money a mission and a mission that makes sense for your money and you as the unique individual, and unique business owner. And so that's kind of where we start there. And then on the other side of things, spending money is really just a coping mechanism, right? Like after I stopped drinking and doing drugs, I started spending money, (laughs) you know? And after I stopped spending money erroneously, I'm gonna do some other things, right, to cope. Whether that's playing golf a crap ton, whether that's exercising a little bit more than maybe I should, right? And so, point being is we're always practicing something. The question is just, what are we practicing? And a lot of times those practices are coping mechanisms. And so we really do help our clients dive into like, all right, let's, let's do some timeline work here, right? Because our results in life or with money are a direct correlation to our actions. Our actions are a direct correlation to our beliefs and our beliefs were just formed from our experiences and traumas in life. So we can get all the way back here and figure out what happened Right, and start making sense of why we do the things that we do, then we can ultimately start to heal the overspending, the coping mechanism, and what that is. And so your actions with money, a lot of times don't even have anything to do with money. And I'll give you an example. I think I said this on your last podcast. Did I create this company, JFF, to impact millions of lives? A thousand percent. Right? But did I also create it to make millions of dollars to go back to my dad and be like, dad, is it finally enough? Am I finally enough for you, right? Because in childhood, no matter what I did, it was never enough, right? So just an example right there. Sometimes our actions with money have nothing to do with money or nothing to do with actual money traumas themselves. It could be something else that happened in your past. And so I never felt safe as a young boy between my dad being a loose handle, right? My parents moving around a ton, financial ups and downs like no other, right? And not being able to make mistakes. So I never felt safe, right? So when I unhealthily, is that the right word? (laughs) Like in a toxic manner, right? Obsess around money. It has nothing to do with money itself. It has everything to do with me chasing the safety that I was never given as a little boy and trying to overcompensate now in adulthood by making massive amounts of money, right? And I used to spend massive amounts of money 
and I've overcome that, but now I invest mass amounts of money. It's still the same thing. I'm just dressing it up and putting lipstick on it. Well, and it has a better return on you because you're actually putting it somewhere useful. A thousand percent. And so all in all, nothing wrong with investing money and doing great, but at the heart of it, it's just me searching for that safety I never got as a little boy. And if we don't feel safe, we're used to instability. And money in the bank account equals stability. And our ego wants to do anything it can to keep us in the status quo. And so when that money comes in, we're like, oh shit, for 30 years, I've been unstable. No matter how much money I've made, I'm just used, I'm addicted to instability. So I'm going to spend this money to keep the status quo, right? And, you know, think about this as like a kid, to give an example here about how the ego is tricky and wants to keep us in status quo. When you bring up a child in a chaotic, excessive, unhealthy household, right? From zero to 18, and you take them out of that household and you put them into a healthy household or a healthy environment. What happens after three months, if you're lucky, even three months? They start to create chaos, drama, because that's all they're used to, right? Though that's not normal, that's what their ego and their nervous system thinks is normal. So do anything by any means to get back to normalcy, right? And so same thing with money. If we're just so used to instability and chaos, right? Yeah, we can make money all day long, but we're going to spend it because it's not comfortable to have money in our account and have stability, right? We, we are addicted to that instability, right? And but then... Because of us trying to chill or heal our childhood wounds, we're going to go out and chase it again to get that temporary piece of safety or temporary piece of safety, right? And then all of a sudden it becomes too safe and we're going to spend it again, right? Until you get to the core of the problem, right? Your spending is going to stay the same. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, that, those stories like that don't trigger me anymore. I'm like, yep, did that, did that, did that. Like, I, I can relate to so many pieces of that because, you know, not having much growing up, you know, when I got it, I was like, let's make sure I don't have enough ever. And so the make, the making of it was again, never a problem. Like I got a job when I was 15. Mom said, if you want a car, get a job. Okay. Got the job. And I just made sure to spend every last dollar I ever made. It was almost like, well, if you, if you, like I would make excuses just to go get a new shirt for work to go work. That's almost like, let me eat three cookies while I walk on the treadmill. I'm like, what if I just didn't eat the cookies or walk on the treadmill? Like we're back at square zero. So it's funny how we do repeat patterns or we do see things happen in the way that they have a profound effect on us because a lot of people don't want to go back. They don't want to do the work. And that's what I think makes JFF so different and why it's really your journey to financial freedom. It's so much more than, hey, let's pull up a budget sheet, guys. Pull up your numbers. Let's check your bank accounts. Okay, you're going to 7-Eleven too much. Cut that out and all will be well. It's like, no, what are the repetitive patterns that you're doing? And that's why you get paired with someone who will literally handhold you through this process of understanding the things that are triggering you and that are creating these patterns that are no longer serving you. And a lot of times we'll find things that are working for us. And if we can just get rid of a few things that aren't and double down on the ones that are, you know, we're not only speaking to people that have deep rooted trauma or had shitty childhoods. Maybe you had a pretty decent experience with money, but then something happened, like Justin said earlier, maybe there was a blip in the matrix and all of a sudden things got out of control and you never took the time to really figure out how to get yourself back, get grounded, get centered. And like he said, again, create a mission for your money. What are your goals? And often they could start really small. Like, hey, I just want to be able to take a trip. I just want to be able to take a two-day trip somewhere without being stressed out. I just want to be able to take a week-long vacation without having to work, you know, 24 hours a day before I leave and 24 hours a day when I get home. You know, it can start really small. Like everybody, I always say, has a different carrot. 
And that's why this is such a unique program because it's tailored to you. And it's why I feel so strongly about people becoming aware of the things that are holding them back. Because as a business strategist, as a coach, as a podcaster, as a hype girl, like I can get you in the energy of making money. I can get you hyped about starting a business. I can get you on the forefront of spending money to invest in our podcast agency to help your podcast get out there. I can help you create visibility. But at the end of the day, if you don't know what to do with the money when it starts coming in, if you don't know how to properly invest your money when you start your business, it will all be for nothing. You would be better off going to a corporate nine to five where you're only going to make X. Therefore, your budget line looks real simple. This is coming in. I can only spend this. But when you're in an entrepreneurial space and you've got the ups and downs and, and flows of making money, the ability to pivot your business or to add an extra product on or to create a service where you can bring in, you know, high five and six figure launches or months or even, you know, quarters, you need to know what to do with that money. You need to know where to place it, how to save on taxes. I mean, these guys get into the nitty gritty of helping educate you if your goal is to not just get by in life, right? Like we're done with the struggle bus. And that's why I love pairing with Justin because I'm like, yo, I got you on this end, like they've got you on everything else. And that's why it's such a beautiful relationship and why I'm so passionate about getting people over into the program because even if you think you have a hold on something, you probably can double down in one area or another, or you're probably see not seeing little gaps that you could be filling. And that's why I love that they've restructured the program. It used to be 12 months. Now they've got different size, you know, kind of containers that you can get into dependent on your goals. And so I love nothing better than a custom tailored, you know, program for me based off of what I need. And that's why when you get on these calls with the girls and you kind of go over your basic needs and they drop you into a little bit more high level of like, all right, cool. That's like, you shared the surface stuff. Now let me go one level deeper. And then they take you a little deeper. And, and that's when you get into the meat and potatoes of what's actually going on and how your current situation is making you feel. Because once, I promise you, once you shift out of that energy of scarcity, of fear, of kind of being able to relax into not just making money, but to knowing that you're safe to make it, to keep it, and to have a shit ton of it, next level shit will start to happen in your life. I mean, Honestly, people are coming at me like, oh, what's this new energy? I feel something different. I feel these shifts happening. I'm like, it's because I'm surrounding myself with people who are empowering me to be, you know, in my power when it comes to finances. And I'm, that's a game changer. Like it's been a game changer. And it's why, like, I was so glad that we could create some time today to talk about this stuff because, you know, you're, you're one of two people right now. You're, you either made it this far in the podcast we're 25 minutes in and you're like, got it. Don't need any help with this. I am dialed in. Awesome you should be the responsible friend to send this podcast episode to somebody who maybe isn't. Maybe who's always been your friend that struggles. Maybe he's always been your friend who is that chaotic kid who can't settle into anywhere. They always have to create chaos. Like let, give them to us. Let us like spend a few minutes with them, letting them know that there's a safe place for them to go and get the help that they need. That's why this is so much more than, like I said, just a, a simple budget sheet. There's coaching that happens each and every week. Do you want to speak any more to the program and how you guys really like sink your teeth in and support people? Yeah, I think, thank you for all of that. You're spot on with so much of that. And I appreciate the advocacy and, you know, I think more so like the big vision behind things. Right. And so I tell people all the time, like, I don't care about budgeting money or investing or business strategies themselves. I care about the opportunities that are going to provide for you and your family and the mass amounts of decreased stress and anxiety that are come with it. 
right? And we often tell people like it's literally impossible to operate your dream business and live your dream life if you don't have your money under control, right? And so our, our company name is Journey to Financial Freedom and you crushed it when you said it is a journey. Life as a journey, let alone your financial journey at best is this beautiful dance of four steps forward, two steps backwards, right? And so, so often people make themselves wrong for those two steps backwards, right? We want to be there to be able to empower you and help you through them to ultimately make the best of the four steps forward. And when it comes to your money, I kind of see it as, you know, there's two options, right? It's the stress of addressing or the stress of avoiding, right? There's no in between and you might as well pick the one that has a return on investment. Right. And I love the quote that what you persist, what you resist, persist, excuse me, what you resist, persist. Right. And so if you're resisting financial growth, financial literacy, financial stability, or just taking one little simple next step, like that's okay, but just be okay with what you're signing up for. Right. Which is just your financial struggles and everything that come with it like a lack of being able to live your dream, like a lack of being able to scale your business to the levels you want to scale it, a lack of being able to have the impact that you want to have. That's just going to be a result. There's a simple thing in this life called cause and effect, right? And so no one's wrong for anything, whether you choose the stress of addressing or stress of avoiding, just be okay with the outcome that that comes with. And when it comes to scaling a business, I think Robert Kiyosaki says this, Right. If you were to build the Empire State Building, you'd have to dig six feet down and lay a strong, serious foundation to then be able to scale the Empire State Building on top of that. If you're going to build in the suburbs, you just got to literally do a six inch slab of concrete. People are trying to build financial freedom on a six inch slab of concrete. People are trying to build their dream life and their dream business on a six inch slab of concrete. Right. And so, our business name is Journey to Financial Freedom. What's financial freedom? Right? Financial freedom simply is if you could wake up tomorrow morning and do what you want, when you want, how you want to do it, with who you want to do it, not from a materialistic standpoint, but from an authenticity standpoint, right? So simply have the choice of time, money, and energy tomorrow, right? That's financial freedom. And financial freedom is provided when you own an asset or assets, right? Your business is an asset, right? That makes you enough money each month automatically to cover your business or cover your expenses in your lifestyle, whether you choose to show up or not, right? And so we want to help business owners do that, right? But we ultimately first need how we go about this is our ideal client comes to us and they identify with the statement, I know how to make money. I just know how to keep it, right? And so what we first do is we help them implement the right systems and strategies around money, right? And then start to heal that relationship with money. After that, then we shift our focus to the income. And most times, everybody's, our business owners, their income is coming from their business. Now that we have their systems and strategies in place in the right relationship with money, right, it makes sense to actually help people make more money, right? And so that income comes from the business. And so now we need to take control of the business just like we did with the finances, right? And so that helps you lay things on a strong foundation. And like I told you in the beginning of this call, I don't want you to be wealthy for five years, 10 years, or 30 years. I want you to be wealthy for generations to come. And business owners that build generational wealth, they build it on a strong foundation, which is strongly built on financial literacy and stability. And so those are kind of the things, that's the why more so instead of, and a little bit of the how, 
But the why we do things the way we do, right? We want you to get long-term results. We want you and your family to live the best life possible. And there's a strong opportunity to do that when you take control of your finances and then build your business on the right foundations and scale it correctly. All right, that's financial freedom. And that's how we do things. And I know I'm biased, but we've had a great amount of success with the hundreds and hundreds of clients that we've served. And I'm very grateful to be, you know, a walking case study for us too as well. And so, you know, the, the thing that I want everyone to keep in mind is that you are not wrong for the mistakes that you've made around money, the negative thoughts you have around money or the lack of progress you have around money, right? Because your past is not your fault. It really isn't, right? But it is damn well your responsibility to step up and take care of your future. And we do our best to give you that safe, non-judgment, arms wide open environment and opportunity to come and step up with people that you're probably going to like a lot. I'm no biased, but we're cool people. We really know what we're talking about. But most importantly, at the end of the day, we just want the best for you, your family and your business. And we try to provide that opportunity and would love to provide that for anybody listening here who feels like, man, this is something that I need. I just needed that nudge for that next step and just fall into our arms. And I promise you, we got you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I vouch for that. And, you know, I feel like there's just some people that you connect with and not everybody vibes with everybody. But if you vibe with this podcast, I know you're going to love everybody at Journey to Financial Freedom. I've gotten to work with so many of the team members now with doing the stuff with the podcast and just collaborating here, but just also going through it with myself. And, you know, Stephanie is one of your key people that that works there. And she's one of those people that like we connected on such a heart centered level. And I, I just I know it to be true that good people attract good people into their business. And you're a great representation of like all of the amazing people that work for the company. They're every single person I've come in touch with that I've had an opportunity to talk with that I got to work with. They have all been so amazing. So you guys, if you want more information, just scroll down to the, the link down below in the show notes. You should have heard this uh, a few times now. If you listen to this podcast at the very beginning, the ad where we share a little bit more about the company and how you can get involved or even just get curious. There's always a booking link there for you to schedule a call or you can just hit up Justin on Instagram. He is always available and definitely obviously a wealth of knowledge, but it's JFF dot journey to financial freedom. That's the company. And then Justin's Instagram is just his name, Justin underscore Buonamo. But tell us you heard the podcast. Again, if you are someone and you made it this far in the episode who is like, I got this shit on lock, send it to somebody you know who could really use some help and support in this area because it is sometimes one of those scary things to talk about. And you might not know how much you're helping somebody by just opening up this conversation and making it less intimidating, less scary to recognize like, hey, I can get my get into, you know, terms with what's going on and I can make changes because that's the biggest gift you can ever give yourself is to get radically honest, right? Find that awareness piece of what's working, what's not, and do something about it. We're all about taking action here. And I just love that Justin fits the bill when it comes to just really creating an unscripted life for himself. He's done all the things. And like he said, learning through your mistakes is the biggest, the biggest, biggest life lesson. And so anything that's happened before today is just that it happened. It's a lesson. What you do with it moving forward is all on you. So if you are somebody who wants to get a hold of their finances and wants to really dial it in and make 2024 a very impactful year where you're in control of where things are going, what you're making and how you're investing, guys, do yourself a favor. Just go check it out. 
obviously tell them I sent you. Justin, thank you for letting me be a collaborator on this and be a part of your company in just the littlest way by sharing you here on the podcast. I can't wait to hopefully be a guest on your show, the Holistic Hustle podcast. You guys can go check that, that out too if you're a podcast junkie like we are. Any final parting words for the listeners, my friend? You're, you're trusting me with that one. You're going to make the podcast 20 minutes longer. I don't know why, but it feels authentic for me to say that one thing that I really started to embody and started seeing great success after embodying it is the quote that your life, finances, and business will expand into direct proportion to the hard conversations you're willing to have with yourself, other people, and God. Right? And so I know this is a hard conversation sometimes when it comes to finances, and we are here for you when it comes to that. So thank you, Jess, for having me, JB number one. And uh, I appreciate everybody listening and hope to chat soon. Yes, y'all. Check it out. Scroll down to the, the link in the show notes and we'll see you on the next episode of Unscripted. Thanks, Justin. Which one of your girls needs to hear this one? Send this to someone who could use a smile, some encouragement, and a little love from this edgy podcast host. Much thanks and all the love. <laughs>